Hello everyone and welcome back to the Ishan Shastri podcast. My name is Cameron and this week the episode's going to be structured a little differently. We've got a two-part special for you all because the first part I'm going to be joined by Mr. Jesse Mills and then the second back from his travels will be Mr. Anchiman Shastri. However, we have some things to discuss non-IPL related, well, maybe loosely with Jesse to begin with and then we'll get into more of the IPL stuff with Ash in the second part. Uh, Jesse, how are we? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Um, in theory, we have first league game of the season this weekend. Uh, played one how game. Did go? How did I've not played yet this year. You've, you've not played yet. I've played one friendly. Everything else has been rained off and it was a struggle. <laughs> okay, so are we saying below 20? Nah, I got, got, got a good 30 on a deck where it was probably worth 50. That's not bad, that- yeah, that's something to shout about. I'll take 30-odd in my first innings of the year. Yeah, still not good enough for ones. But. Uh, well, hopefully. We'll, we'll track the progress throughout the summer. <laughs> Talking about progress, has Ireland made any progress as a, a test cricketing nation with these recent test performances against Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka? Uh, the most recent test finishing where Sri Lanka have won by an innings and 10 runs after declaring on 704 for three. A bit of a mauling, would you not say? Yes, but if you're asking if, they, if they're asking if they've progressed, then absolutely. I think you'd want, it's hard to say that first test is actually an anomaly because you don't really know what to expect from Ireland, but to go out there and score. They got 492 in the four, first innings. 492, four nine to get 500 odd and bat for that long is some real development obviously nice to see some of their guys getting their first test entries and you can see that there is plenty there but yeah it's a big ask in those foreign conditions um, and having yeah. only played what they've played three test matches in the last month and they've only ever played three before that is like a four year break between the Bangladesh game they played before the Sri Lanka series and their last tests which have all been Ireland or England I think uh, yeah yeah uh, well like you say Progressed, yes, but are they ready to be playing these test nations? Yeah, absolutely. They're be- be- yeah. they're probably better prepared than New Zealand were, Bangladesh were, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, when they first joined Test cricket, but you just hmm. are never going to be able to rise up to that occasion and rise up to that challenge if you don't get exposed to it more often. So, well, you might go, oh, you know what, this isn't a very good display of cricket these matches have to be played if we're ever going to get Ireland to test level and they really need to step up because I don't think Afghanistan are going to be playing much bilateral cricket in the future well let's be honest the Sri Lankan batsman did kind of use this as a boosting of the average it does flatter them somewhat Uh, Fernando ended up with 205 Uh, Karun Ratner who I do rate I rate him a lot the mere 115. Yeah, they've done well to keep him to that, I think. Yeah, he's, he's the best of the lot, in my opinion, and he's got the lowest here. Uh, Kus, uh, not Kusil Mendes. Is his name Kus, uh The keeper, Mendes. That's at three. Yeah. No, Kusil's the left-hander, isn't he? No, it's Kusil Pereira. Ah, the that's one that played that innings good South Africa, yeah. Precisely, yeah. Only bettered by Sir Benjamin Stokes, I believe. Um, Debatable. He, but uh, we're not going to be careful two, with our opinions here. Well, I don't think there'll be as much uh, hate about that that kind of comment, Mills. Um, Mendes ended up with two, four, five beginnings, and Angela Matthews not out on hundred. Angela Matthews keeps going. Angela Matthews, one of your favourite players, I believe. No, 
I remember the summer of 2014 very fondly for every reason except watching him bat. Well, he keeps going, Mills, and he keeps piling on the runs. So maybe his this Irish test matches, you'll get to see him again on these shores. Who knows? Uh, he keeps having all these things like with the Shranken board. I'm surprised teams see him still there. Him and Chandamal in the middle order doing pretty well. Uh, is there anything else to say? No, but this is this is a Sri Lankan team that nearly made the World Test Championship final after all. Um, yeah, no, good point. Home, home um, conditions, actually, it is really, genuinely a very tough test for Ireland. I think side. that showing in the second test is um, better than you might have got from some other nations. Well, yeah, it uh, probably is worth to point out then that first innings, Bal- Balburnie, the captain, got 95. Sterling, hero, batting at 5. Uh, got 103 and camp for 111 batting at what seven that's not bad yeah it's hard to go oh we've scored 500 and we should have scored more but yeah oh not bad not bad keep giving them a chance giving them a chance indeed uh what people really want to hear about though mills is that you've caused international distress this week our notoriety has gone through the roof thanks to certain few comments you made on last week's episode um it, it, it upsets some people i'm gonna play for you all the clip just to remind you of what mill said and uh well you can make up your mind we're gonna go through some of the the replies and, and have mills's reaction to some of them uh in just a moment here here is the clip that shot he played Straight down the ground. Off the slower ball. Yeah. You were saying was better than Coley's. Coley's shot had nothing on it. I, I think that could be the pole. Coley's had a bit of the moment, but I think in terms of proper class, how straight, how hard he hits the ball so straight. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. So there we go. Brooks's shot was better than Coley's. We did a poll. We said we'd do a poll, and as Ash wasn't here, it actually got put up on time. This was on our Instagram. Go check that out on the Ish and Shashley podcast. And I'll be honest with you, Mills, that unsurprisingly, our followers and demographic did not side with you. But I think it was... What, what, was, about, the, what was the breakdown? Coley, 68%, and Brooke with 32 I think that's closer than what that you That is much closer anticipated. than I thought. Um, and it's nice to know that some of our listeners have avoided the trap of just blindly saying, well, it was Coley, that means it was the best shot in the world. Um, before we go into some of the comments... It's not yeah. a Coley thing. There are no. tens of thousands of cricket shots that I could have picked out that have been better than that Coley shot because they would have been <laughs> actual cricket shots. Oh, well, there, there we go. There's the what, next clip. What happens when you hand a seven-year-old a plastic cricket bat and throw a ball at them? What do they do? They pick it up really high and they swing it around their head like a child with a tennis racket. That's exactly what Coley did. A bit better. You go down to your nets in the evenings of the cricket season and you watch people batting in the nets. You don't see anyone playing with as straight a bat as Harry Brook. You see people stepping away outside leg and swatting across the line just like Virat Kohli did. At the end of the day. So, no, the end, uh, seriously, it seriously. To a seven year old. Yeah. But, no, but seriously, at the end Brilliant. of the day, it's very good execution of the shot. I just don't think the shot is as difficult as Harry Brook's was. Not a half volley, waiting for the slower ball, which is something that he's actually really had trouble with this IPL. Well, and in all fairness, the IPL is the biggest tournament in the world. It takes up a quarter of the crickets, cricketing year, or for the full year, it takes up a quarter of the year. It's the biggest, it's the best. So that means 
the moment was bigger in the IPL, right? Well, let, let's let's go through it. Uh, I'm now taking these comments because uh, there were some fruity ones on our TikTok. Again, people who are unaware of it, go to it. Just type in the Ishan Shastri podcast where this this clip did ignite uh, some discussion, let's say. I don't know uh, how to live one, with my newfound fame. Yeah. The first one, okay. A man called Riddiman Gosh nailed it. His comment got 165 likes alone. <laughs> Which is more alone. votes than Harry Brooks' shot got, probably. Yes. And it is quite measured. Got, he says, got to say, Brooks looked better, but Coley's was undoubtedly harder to play, given the pace, angle, and that he was off balance. Coley is perfectly capable of playing textbook lofted drives, just like Brooks played. Does it all the time, but the off balance slap to a 150km ball is... And he's dot, dot, dot. Response, Mills. He's hit the nail on the head here, hasn't he? He was off balance. It's not a good but thing. But does that make it a harder shot? a more impressive shot to, to execute because he was off balance. Nah. Nah. <laughs> the hardest bit is getting in the right position, right? Or how about Tala Hassan? Playing a fuller delivery is easier than playing a short length delivery plus the pressure of in that moment. Learn cricket. I, there's a few of these and I enjoy them immensely. Uh, yes, learn oh. cricket. Uh, and so and then someone, Captain Singh 5, especially from Ralph who's bowling the speed of light, Exactly, says Tala Hassan. Exactly, these analysts don't even know cricket. So, do you know cricket, Mills? Honestly, no. No. <laughs> Maybe, I, I find a fuller ball easier to hit. It's because I have no technique either. So maybe that's why Brooks impressed me. Because but, he has no technique? No, because he, he does have you're technique. Just, you're, you're arguing against yourself. Because he, do, he does have technique and I don't. I feel like I could play that right. Coley shot. I will frequently back away to a short pitch ball and have a bit of a swap. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Okay, this is the one that brings into your IPL chat. Coley's uh, was on the back foot and was against an international team that some people say is the best. So, does quick the que- fact sorry, that- quick, quick question. All right, you're, yeah. pro- you're probably getting there anyway. Against an international team. It's not an international team. It's an international bowler. The rest of the team have nothing to do with it. Indeed. Uh, but how how do you see this argument, which I'll be honest with you, I don't really get it. Lockie Ferguson is a quality international bowler in his own right. Uh, this wasn't how you know one of the fodder uh, domestic players that he played this shot off in the IPL. Uh, Harris Ralph is a superb bowler. No one's arguing against that. Uh, the one thing it had for it was this moment, Jack, which you did say in the clip that Coley's had the moment about it, which it did. Yeah, abs- abs- absolutely. But I think what people are missing is that the actual discussion was the the shot ex- itself, yeah. which you believe Brooks would to yeah. be better. Right. And this is, this is gonna, always going to be an opinion thing because it depends what you value in a shot, right? Yeah. Some of the best cricketing shots I've ever played. Have you ever seen that compilation of Damien Martin four defensives that go for four? Uh, I believe I have because Damien Martin is sexy when he bats. Yeah, so I quite like that. Some some people will like a Brian Lara big flourishing cover drive. Now, personally, I think Brian Lara's bat lift was a bit too big and he should have been a bit more compact, might have nicked off a bit less, might have been a bit better. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing I really want to get of this is like, 
it's an opinion, sure, but there's so much diminishing of the value of the IPL in these comments. Oh, it's a tiny ground. Oh, it's rubbish bowling. Yeah. And why does the IPL MCG take... MCG can fit two grounds the size that Brooks was in. I'm not sure, but okay. Can't believe all this hype just for Brooks to get exposed in the IPL, making England look bad. Interesting. So is this about is this about the bowlers in the IPL being really good and that Brooke can't score runs, or is this about the IPL being really bad and that Brooke should be able to score hundreds? Like, I'm not sure where they're coming from here. L knowledge, true. Uh, so user, whatever. <laughs> That's because it's not he- knowledge; it's an opinion. I'm so offended. I don't even want to comment. Thank you for your comment. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Anyway, keep feeding the algorithm. Absolutely. Oh, lovely from Abhishek here. Harry Brook was given half volley. Anyone can hit that for six. Anyone, remember? Anyone can hit that for six. Are you hitting that but for totally six? six uh, well, obviously I am, but you know, mere mortals are unlikely to hit you, that. For you six. and Ash are. I'm not. Ash isn't playing that that shot with that technique. Not a chance. <laughs> uh, m- mine isn't reaching half the way, but I might have half the technique oh. for a bit it's not going half the distance and I'm not reacting to Lockie Ferguson whatever speed he's bowling at but this is it it was given half volley anyone can hit that for six but Coley six was off the length which notoriously I believe is easier to hit uh, off length to be honest um, mate try playing cricket before speaking stuff so notoriously as we well know on this channel you've never played before no uh, so so mm-hmm. that's true please please do play before commenting again, uh, yeah, that bloke clear, that bloke clearly missed the clip where I talked about facing Mark Watt. <laughs> the, uh, I I can't remember what we said about Mark Watt. Didn't didn't you call him average as well? No, 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 no. I just said he doesn't spin it. I didn't say he wasn't good. Um, <laughs> oh, but, oh, that's the thing. It's not act- it's not actually about the players. This isn't me saying Brooke over Coley. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's course, just yeah. it's just like what are we actually valuing? In the cricket here. I like this shot better than the other one. Some people go in. Coley's was way better. It was in the World Cup against Pakistan. What, where's the IPL in this? Have we actually... Do we actually just forget everything that happens in the IPL as soon as it happens? Yes, because it is, at the end of the day, all meaningless. Especially after last night. <laughs> you and Ash are going to have a fun one with that. Curran, uh, hoping it's Sam or maybe it's his brother Ben. Who knows? Not Tom. Uh, Curran says, Brooks was a half volley. Coley's was a bouncer against one of the fastest bowlers in the world. The balance, the pace, Coley's was way harder. Hang on, so, sorry. So he's saying Coley was on balance. The other guy's saying Coley was off balance. Like, just please get your story straight, lads. Yeah, true. I, I, I did like this one because it's true. How, and I do, I, I, I'm worried about this. How are you okay Shows how rubbish the podcast is. And Ishrat agrees. I agree. Coley shot was once in a lifetime in terms of technique, whereas anyone can play Brooks shot. So my first point is, how are you, Mills? And are you okay? I've had sleepless nights ever (laughs) since hearing about these comments. I have reconsidered my life choices, and it was only because Burns has begged me to come back on and try and defend myself. Like, come on, come on, guys! It does need defense. 
I really enjoy this bit. Come on, go. Right. Uh, in quotation, right. bro, we should start a podcast. I was trolling <laughs> at that one. That was great. That, it's almost that, like he was in the room. Yeah, that is genuinely it, though. It's like, we're here because we enjoy talking about cricket, just having a little catch up and seeing what we think. This is opinions. We're not analysts who ever called us analysts before. Not true. I don't know. I think you could be. <laughs> um, like, come on, guys. There, but there are... The, what, the guy oh. you started off with, the really measured comment, I like that. Yeah. He had an opinion. He expressed why. It was different. He got the most likes, by the way. Good. By quite a distance. Good. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, the, the last one, I guess... Uh, well, there's some that have literally lost their head. How with a million exclamation marks. How, again, with a million exclamation marks. They are, they're very troubled by your comment. Uh, and then there is one last one. Oh, yes, these English fans, crying emoji, same in every sport. Uh, I, I, I'm not really, you know, wait till they find, when, wait till they listen to one of the earlier episodes and find out you're actually a Scotland supporter. Another one, the wafflers. True. We do waffle. Yeah. We do waffle. Yeah. Uh, that's that, true. That's the point. Uh, but we, we, we could easily do this and not record it. Would that make everyone yeah. happy? Probably. <laughs> Probably, actually. Probably. Okay. But there was a few. There was a few. Were there, were there, were there any Brooke defenders in the oh. comments? Or was it just everyone? Last one. No, no, there, there was. And this is what I'm going to get to in a second. But the last one, Brooke is the most overrated player of recent memory. How do you feel about such a comment? And by, this is made by a comment whose name is an octopus. Okay, it's so... an emoji of an octopus. So, I know that all of these comments are coming from different people, but mm. they're all arguing the same point, but with different explanations. So, Brook is overrated because he hasn't performed in the IPL, even though he's scored hundreds all over the globe. But he, yeah. But also, the IPL is rubbish and he hit that six because... It's not important, and Coley's was better because the World Cup semi-final is much bigger. Um, how was Harry Brook done for England in T twenties? In T twenties, yeah. I actually don't think he's done that well, is he? Has or he, has not? he done well? I thought I thought he'd been T twenties. I thought he'd been. Pretty- well, no, I, th- I think he just had a poor World Cup, didn't he? he yeah. was good before that. Yeah, no, no, he was excellent before that. Didn't he get um, man of the series in the Pakistan one where we had like yeah. twenty games against them? Yeah. So, so now he's. Yeah. Now he's overrated. He's not good. He's not good enough for the IPL, but the IPL still isn't as important as the World Cup. And Kohli was very well balanced and good technique to hit that shot, but he was also off balance. And I get that. The, I get. I get. That these are all coming from different people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like that's the entire. That's the entire point. It's the opinion. Someone. Say some nice ones, make me feel better again, because honestly, the state of these comments sometimes that you see on the internet really, really makes me question why I ever go on it. Okay, so one... (laughs) I I enjoy this one. It's simply... Oh, no, Coley's shot isn't even that great. He just heaved it straight, big deal. Brooks played a class cricket shot. That was was my burner account. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Even though I think that Coley's shot was... I, I told you at the time... I've I never was said like, Coley's wasn't a good shot. I just said Brooks yeah, was you, better. Brooks was better. This one, uh, clap, clap, clap emojis, W video. <laughs> so I think this actually is your burner account though, Mills. Honest underscore pirate underscore poly underscore fan account. And it's just uh, an account with uh, Coley's gone. 
written. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> written. Again, um, not anti Coley. I like watching Virat Coley bat. But actually, no, I did find we asked you to you know try and boost it, Mills, boost the boost the clip. So, and you did your best with this comment. Every time Brooke plays that shot, my trousers and my desk raise, raises it slightly. So, uh, thank you, Mills, for posting that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's Charlie Charlie Cook. So there we are. We've got some arousal out of it, even if most people are horrendously offended what what do you plead mills do you plead guilty over this i plead misunderstood (laughs) i think like there's obviously a little bit of baiting going on here me with the seven-year-old tennis comments of that but Mm. that's exactly how ridiculous some of these comments sound and just remember it's a bloke on the other end of the machine it's you're not just typing into the void and then no one sees it what we're actually seeing it, you mean? Yeah. I don't know if we're doing a good thing by reacting to them. don't know if that's all this podcast is going to turn find, in. I find them, I find them hilarious, no, I, to be honest. Um, I, I do. Um, yeah. yeah. it's. I think it's good just to hear people talking uh, talking about it. You know, a couple of people have got the, hit the nail on the head. It was like controversial clip doing doing bits or something about the uh, about the algorithm. It, it You know... For us, all all comments are good comments. Keep them coming in. Mills does need to play cricket. That does need to happen, uh, and he needs to know if he's okay. So mm, I t- to be confirmed uh, over the coming weekend. Exactly. And if it doesn't so, go well, I'm just going to do take Stuart Broad's suggestion and call it a void series. Absolutely. Uh, I think you know what, Mills. You've addressed the comments. You've addressed the the controversial week that we've had at. <laughs> At Ishan Shastri podcast Ad- house addressed, yes, resolved, no, <laughs> yes. It, uh, I think. Look, I, I think what you should take from this is the poll we did on Instagram, which is highly weighted with an Indian demographic, highly, and yet thirty-two percent of the vote went for Brooke. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that is a win in itself. I'm, I'm taking this as a win. If you would like to compare a Virat Kohli shot to a Chris Martin shot. Hmm. I'd actually probably vote for the Chris Martin shot because if he hits the ball for four, that's a modern miracle. <laughs> but I could yeah, name yeah. you. You want me to vote between Virat Kohli and who don't and R Ashwin? Kohli's getting it every day. You want me that's to true. vote between Kohli and Gary Balance? I'm voting Virat Kohli. Virat Kohli or uh, Rogers. Virat Kohli or Chris Rogers, Virat Kohli every day. Voges. Is a lot better than Voges, despite the test average comparison. Um, Dhoni. Yeah, Kohli, non-stop. Um, Gambier, Carlos Brathwaite. Uh, <laughs> you just listed all these people you dislike. We said that one day we, Henry Nichols. we were going to do an episode of our like, top ten, like, not Nathan Lyon. Dislike, like just, if oh, you actually, put a video yeah. of Coley hitting Nathan Lyon for six up there, I will have the same reaction as that man in the comments. That would make me very happy. Okay. I don't know if there is one, but we'll, we'll have a look. Thank you, Mills, for coming on and addressing uh, addressing the comments. You know, you know, we do see them when you make <laughs> Probably not a good thing going forward, but we do see them. Uh, <laughs> Given them all the time of day, probably not the best. 
But, you know, hey. hey. We'll see how this uh, goes. If it doesn't go well, I'm just not going to be invited back. Yeah, that, this could be the last you hear of Mills. He's come, he's he's conquered, and, and now he's left. But uh, join, well, join me after this short interlude uh, where you'll hear the beautiful sounds of the Anchorman Shastri back. And uh, once again, thank you very much, Mills. Enjoy, and um, I'm looking forward to hearing your Ash's discussion about Rajasthan v Chennai. Okay, we're back from that mini break, and I'm back again with the Anchu Man. The Anchu Man Man is it's Ash Shastri back from his travels. How are you, Ash? I'm very good, mate, and really happy after seeing my team absolutely demolish Chennai and get to the top of the table. Well, that has just happened. I'm in floods of tears. Uh, a very lucky victory, I'm sure everyone will agree. Rajasthan should be embarrassed with themselves for having that victory. Shivam Dube is the man of the match. <laughs> Ash, tell us a bit about your travels last week. You weren't on the show. When you were away, controversy did spread. We've spent the whole first half talking about it. Mills upset a few people. How How did you perceive this news while you were away seeing all these uh, negative comments flying our way well i saw the uh, the post go live and i was like yeah maybe that's just jesse being jesse but then he chose the wrong nationality to offend and then the Kohli fans started <laughs> being Kohli fans and <laughs> i have never had more popcorns in my life yeah on uh on tiktok we've got like 70 comments just being abusing us about <laughs> All with like little Coley pictures. <laughs> and like you were saying earlier, Jesse wasn't even trying to abuse Coley. He was just trying to say what a good shot Brooke played. I, th- I think the icing on the cake was learn how to play some cricket, mate. <laughs> bro, yeah. bro, learn how to play some cricket, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> there, there was actually like two or three comments. It's just like learn cricket, play some cricket. <laughs> Which I agree. Actually, no, I think my favourite comment was one that just basically asked Jesse if he's okay. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay with this comment? I don't think he is. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure we'll find someone else to offend this week. So yes, your travels. You said you may, may be able to see a match. What happened there? Well, what happened to me is I tried to get some tickets for the game. Turns out mm-hmm. they were all sold out and I tried the... The practical approach of trying to approach someone who has some approach and get me some approach right. to get to the game yes. failed. And I just kept on adding new approaches to the the tree and then all my efforts, they went in vain. So what was the game you were wanting to see? This one, this one. No, Rajasthan Chennai. Uh, uh, Rajasthan Chennai. Was, yeah. I thought this was while you were traveling in Delhi. You were trying to see a game in Delhi. No, no, no. I have, like, I have uh, only seen games in India at Jaipur. I've never been to any other ground in India. I played. Oh, well, that, that surprises me. On them, but I've never been to any other ground to watch a game. Just drop that in there that you've played in the other grounds. All right, then. All right, Ash. What is the biggest ground you've played at then? Go on. Uh, the biggest ground I've played at, um, hmm, I think field-wise has to be like uh, the Jaipur ground is pretty massive. The feet, the, yeah, the yeah, playing arena is, is quite massive. It's like yeah. 80, 80 odd yards. What about meters. seats? Capacity. Capacity. Uh, Brabon is pretty nice. Okay. Yeah, that's in Mumbai. Mumbai, yeah. And um, 
I did have like a, not a game as per se, but a net session at Prem Dasa. Remember, I told you about the Sri Lankan trip. Yeah, we had a net, yeah. net session at Prem Dasa. It had, it did have an atmosphere of its own. Okay. Then uh, uh, the the UKC people didn't let me play at a county ground at Kent, but then that would have been a, a fun thing. Yes, the, don't remind me. Yep. Ash, tell me, you were saying beforehand the kind of prices you were being suggested to you in regards to seeing this game against Chennai. Mm-hmm. Tell the people, how much money would you have had to have like forked out to have seen the match? Just to start off, the ticket prices, they start from like uh, 500 rupees or kind of like five pounds. Mm-hmm. That's okay, we can deal with that. Yep, and uh, they just then go up incrementally as you seek better seats. And I think the most expensive seats are like 25, 30,000 rupees. And that is? Around uh, 250, 300 pounds. Yeah. So yep. pretty, pretty expensive. Yep. So someone told me a story that uh, while I was having my pursuit to find some tickets or to get some tickets, he said that mm. even if we were crooks and even if we were like selling the tickets in black or something, we had no option mm. to get you those tickets. Like we have people who are willing to pay three and a half, four thousand each ticket to get to the ground and just watch the game. But then we just simply don't have them. Wow. So that's, that is what IPL does to you. That is what IPL does to people, to grounds, to. So the, the, the grounds are full. They are full. Grounds are actually full. Yeah. Yeah. No, it looks, it looks great. The tournament's been going, uh, it's now. N- what just yeah just over halfway i think we've had like what 30 like 40 odd games 37 e- yeah so we are literally halfway yeah and it's it's kind of the same as where we were when we were talking with jesse last week there's quite a clear distinction between the top four or five mm-hmm. and the bottom five like yeah let's go okay we were at the top spot until your bloody team beat chennai this evening I'll be honest with you, I can't, well, fingers crossed, touch wood, all of that. I can't foresee anyone other than this top five, if I'm honest with you, the top four breaking into this top four. I think this time the, the golfing class between the top half and the bottom half has been quite significant. Like teams like. Why do you think that is? Well, I'll say teams like Delhi and Mumbai have been rather rubbish, to say the least. Well, Mumbai's bowling is. is is dreadful. And their batting is no better either. Like, uh, they want to make a polar out of this Tim David guy who's uh, like a poor man slogger at best. Mm. Captain is more interested in uh, eating all those vada pavs than he is in actually playing for them. That's good. Let, let's go after the Rowett fans this week, Ash. Why not? <laughs> Have you got anything else to say about Rowett? It's not just about like saying anything against him. It's like, uh, like Virat Kohli went through such tormenting personally like yeah he has his mind all over the place but then even then he was trying his best to score runs he had this sense of responsibility in him I don't seem to see that in Rohit like because there was a time like a, a early part of the last decade when I was absolutely kind of like super anti-Rohit for him uh, not taking his game and mm, his place in the Indian team quite seriously then I eventually kind of developed some liking for him. Like there was that game against Australia at Jaipur, which I, I went there to watch, where Australia scored 360 and um, India chased that in 40 overs. Do you think it's because he's captaining all the formats 
and now has to captain Mumbai, a bit like Virat when he was captaining all of India's 11s and then also RCB. Do you think there's just too much on his plate, Rohit, at the moment? Well, apparently having too much uh, on his plate is where the problem started for him. Because Virat Virat had the same thing. And even though he couldn't take RCB to success, then I don't think anyone is there who could falter his efforts in uh, taking RCB to success. I think he tried to do his best in uh, his capacity. But Rohit, what I see is like he doesn't seem to have that mentality of uh, putting himself under extra pressure, trying a little hard. Remember one game where he came on to bowl his like dibbly-dobbly off-spinners? He has an IPL hat-trick though. Um, Got to hand it to him though. But he came on and then he kind of did his ankle while trying to bowl his first ball. He was kind of was super ridiculous to begin with. So I would expect him to have some sense of responsibility because all what happens is People like Sunil Gavaskar and um, the Mumbai Indians owners, Amani, they kind of save his ass from uh, a lot of uh, things he does, which I don't think any other cricketer would get away with. He got more chances than anybody else to stay in the Indian side. He got more chances than anybody else to prove himself. So I'm kind of not very happy with the the sort of approach he has had. And uh, I sincerely hope that he proves me wrong. Well, yeah. Okay, so... That's Mumbai. I think Delhi has won a couple games since uh, Mills and I last spoke. We we thought they might get the wooden spoon. We didn't see where a victory was going to come for them, but it has. So why do you think the top teams are as... What, would you say... Okay, here's a question. Is it that the top teams are a lot better or the bottom teams are a lot worse? I think it's just that the bottom teams are a lot worse, performing a lot worse because... Up until three months ago, Sky was possibly like he was on top of the world. He was the best T20 batter in the world. Best batter in the world to some yeah. extent. And now he just uh, he just couldn't buy himself a run for quite some time. He was getting first bowlers left, right and center. Because he is a sort well, of player. in that ODI series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was absolutely ridiculous to say the least. And he hasn't improved one bit in this IPL as well. And I think with him faltering and uh, Rohit devouring all those edibles, their team is kind of struggling because earlier they had someone like Pollard who was sensible, who knew how to read the situations. He bailed them out on, I don't I don't even know how many occasions. They could have a... Do you know who Pollard reminds me of? Who? He reminds me of you. Me? Yeah. Even in the technique, to be honest. I don't think I've ever seen Pollard play a cut shot. I, I, I can... There's the kind of... Like you were just saying there, he has the temperament and the head that if it's all going tits up, he can go in there and play, you know, in first gear. Or he can just zoop up all the way into fifth. So I, and you know, he's kind of got that stocky build. I think you could be the Indian Pollard. Well, when have you ever seen me like hitting fours and sixes of the inside edges and all? I I remember you muscling a certain many of sixes, Ash. No, but then they come... A lot closer to the middle than they do to the edges. <laughs> well, maybe you need to get into the gym some more, like Mr. Pollard. I think to get I, them over the boundary. I think I need to like hyperextend myself to get like about a foot and a half taller, probably. Yeah, that that too. And, that too. Uh, um, yeah, and become a lot more outspoken. 
which I'm generally not on the A lot more outspoken? Yeah, yeah. More than you? Yeah. Oh, but, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think we need a more outspoken Ash, to be honest. Yeah. I think we, we, pro- we probably do. Like, it, it, this is not enough. Talking about outspoken Ash, yeah. I want the people to comment on this. Do we think it's mental that... Okay, so... <laughs> mm. So, a very... Uh, so, our club in... Well, our club here in England. Yeah. Hive Green... We've got a new sponsor this year and they very kindly are getting us all new kit. And Mr. Ash Shastri goes on after the guy has said about five times, like the last uh, call of orders for shirt sizes and what we want and blah, blah, blah. A day later, Ash, who hasn't played a game for us in about, what, three seasons in India goes, yeah. can you guys send me one to India? You're unbelievable. What what do the people think about this? This is what I want to hear. Should Ash get a shirt? Because I believe you probably are getting one. Uh, <laughs> but I that am, means yeah. that's on the proviso that you have to play for us, Ash. Yeah, you have to come and at least play a couple games for us. Where have you been? Where are you? Well, that's the thing. Like uh, I told you in December that I got a 10-year visa. So now for me, traveling to Mumbai or traveling to Manchester or London is... Kind of has kind of become as we don't want you traveling to Manchester precisely, neither do I. But then that kind of has given me this luxury of being able to come and play. Now, that option is so there. So, when are we going to see you? That's what we want to know. Like, uh, soon it has become sooner now. What does that mean, Ash? Well, earlier it used to be like I can't say, but now I think I have several reasons. You think I'm gonna tell you like that far in advance? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna. Let you guys know about like a couple of weeks before, like, I'm going to just say like, yes to one of those calls. <laughs> on one of the polls, it's just suddenly. On one of the polls. No yeah. one's going to notice. And then suddenly be like, hold on, hold on. Who's this? Who's <laughs> this player? Okay. Get, okay. You won't tell me when, but just, just throw this out there for the people listening. Yeah. Is, what is the percentage of opportunity that you might be seeing this year? Can I say 35%? You can say whatever percent. 35%. You've heard it here. There's a 35% chance Ashwin might be wearing his top for the green once again. What a special day that would be. That would be amazing. But, uh, you know, 35%, not that high. But it's not 0%. No, it's, it's not, not zero. 0 Not at all. Simon actually asked me yesterday what the chances were of you playing. And I said about 0%. So this is an improvement on them <laughs> for Simon, who I'm sure will be listening. Um, okay, Ash, back to, back to this. Yeah. What are your opinions on the news coming out that the franchises are trying to woo some of the international players they have on their rosters to become like centrally contracted to them to play for six, seven months a year in these, all these new different, uh, tournaments that are being rooted out of the ground uh you know you've got the new american one coming out mm-hmm. we've seen south africa uae blah 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 and in the press here there's five or six unnamed english players but i think you can somewhat guess who they kind are of guess yeah i would imagine butler's right at the top of that for rr butler um roy roy no bloody way roy then uh, moina lee perhaps but i think he's not contracted anyway uh, probably i imagine it curran curran yeah maybe curran curran yeah Maybe Bairstow, uh, maybe. Livingston. Livingston, maybe Archer. Archer, Wood. Yeah. So these kind of names, and they're being offered huge sums of money. I've seen 30 to 50 crore. 50 crores, yeah. 
Are you able to translate that quickly to shillings and pounds? That is like five million. Yeah, that's a, a hefty sum for any cricketer to turn down. What What's your opinion on this? I think it has a, a sense. It all has a sense of inevitability about it because I yeah kind of hack and I saw it coming through with all the club cricket and all the leagues coming up and with so much of investment yeah. going into those leagues by the rather richer teams, if I can call them that. The IPL riches yeah. are going to like create uh, the new order for world cricket. Yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? And so, will they leave some time for international cricket? I think what's going to happen is the international cricket would may get restricted to like test cricket. Yeah. One day, I think it may die down. I w- just have the World Cup, maybe. 40-20s, yeah, you just have the World Cups and maybe like some friendlies or something. Mm. Maybe bilaterals at some point. Do you know what I don't like about it? Is I assume that will mean that these international players will have to play for that side across all of those leagues, which at the moment isn't quite the case. I know they've tried that, but let's just take the South African League and the IPL. Mm-hmm. That Mumbai side in the South African yeah. League has Livingston, Curran, Rashid, who all play for different teams in the IPL. Yep. So how does that work when it comes to making these centrally contracted players? Because I don't like the idea, because I'm such a wet wipe that I actually, <laughs> I am the, every non-cricketing purist like Jesse's going to kill me for this. Yeah. I love Chennai so much. I love the Super Kings brand. I wouldn't mind supporting them around the world. Yeah. I know that's bad. I don't want to see international cricket die, but I, that's how much I love the Super Kings brand. However... I don't. Re- I don't think I'll find it boring if I'm watching five, six, seven months of the same international players playing around the world. I quite like the variety of it. Although our South African ones were pretty crap, yeah. I quite like seeing different players in yellow. I don't know what your opinions were when seeing different players playing for you for Paul and say the Rajasthan. I think it would make more sense if there were to be like a a global cricket league kind of a thing where you play like maybe 50 games over six months or something. Oh, so like, like, like Super Kings, like Royals. Club. Yeah, yeah. And, and and what, maybe they play around the world? Something like that. Touring yeah. around the world. Yep. I guess I that sounds superb, to be honest, but the only worry then is how do you feel the, field those domestic players? Because obviously in the Premier League, you've got the Indian players, South Africans, South Africans, blah, 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 uh, as they move around. You can't just have... The Indian players playing in South Africa, no, States, no, no, no. Then, then, Caribbean. Then it becomes like Chennai Super Kings, Joburg Super Kings, and so on. And the locals they play. But but the the, the problem lies in the fact that unlike football, mm. cricket has a very small subset to choose the players for. What happens is, no matter how many leagues you may have, you're always going to have your Rashid Khans and your uh, Sunil Narayans and Andre Russells and your yeah, true, true, yeah, yeah. All these players, the Jason Roy's, the Pils, the Phil Salts, the... Uh, but what about if you open it up so that it's not just four overseas spots? Because currently, yes, you do see the same names because they are the cream, you know, uh-huh. cream of the crop or whatever. Whereas if you, say, made it that six or seven were overseas, you'd see a lot more different combination of overseas players being played in these different teams. Yeah, but then what is going to happen is the teams are going to kind of become the same even more even more similar than what you were claiming. So I feel that okay. that okay. could be quite detrimental in the longer run. But it is, it is interesting. 
It is interesting but, what what may happen in the future. But I think I think their idea would be that I think IPL is kind of the only league where they have to have like a lot more restrictions and it is like kind of a lot more uh, even towards all the teams that they can kind of they have to be on their toes to get a decent squad. It is not very open because a lot of the teams they can get their way in uh, all the other leagues. Like you look at the uh, Trinbago Knight Riders side. I think mm. they had they literally had the entire West Indian lineup with Colin Munro and a yeah, few others. Yeah, it was ridiculous. They kind of like uh, they were kind of very weird in the way. Even the uh, MI Cape Town, MI Cape Town was ridiculous, and they didn't even win. They didn't even win, and there was no way they could have had uh, such a lovely squad. Like I cannot imagine, and no team went for such marvelous players. Like who? Won? Yeah. Who wouldn't want Rashid Khan in their side? It's very interesting. We'd like to hear from you what your opinions are of this ever, ever encroaching IPL, or not just IPL, but franchise juggernaut being taking bites out of the international game. I'm sure a lot of purists are against it, and I can understand that, but we'd like to hear from you. Ash, let's, because this is just short, it's just the second half of, uh, I know, I, of the I know, episode I know, today. I know one place where it is not working, and that is your lovely country, where. All right, uh, let's, where, where, let's finish off on this. Where, where, just like the weather, just like the politics, just like everything else, even the All right, here we go. The domestic cricket is kind of falling apart. I heard a news that yes. uh, there are plans uh, in place to shelve the 100. Well, they were expecting other leagues to incorporate the format, weren't they, and to take some like money for it, and it's just not happened. You're seeing this American T20 league popping up and they've not incorporated. I thought, I think that the ECB were hoping places like the States and Canada would, would incorporate the, the 100, but it's not been as popular as they had hoped. Which, you know what, I understand. To be honest, I would rather see a T20 game than a 100 game. So, you know, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm you know, I, th- I think that's a win for the purists, you know. In all this chat of... <laughs> <laughs> the franchise cricket the hundred failing is a win for those who don't like Chris Packett's being on the front of players' shirts so you know what if that is the route it goes down then so be it I'll be more than happy to have a franchise tournament here a T20 tournament I wonder if the big franchise boys you know your IPL teams are going to be sniffing around an opportunity there because currently obviously uh, the hundred doesn't have those franchises involved, so I wonder if that will, will be what happens in the future. But we'll have to see. Very quickly, Ash, I want to know your prediction of the top four of the IPL because soon, probably before we record the next episode, we will find out who will be the top four. So hit me quickly with your predicted top four. I'll have to say something about the the English cricket state as well. So I'll give you a quick comment. <laughs> it was a wankers bonkers idea to have a format which overcomplicates an already so complicated sport. So it, yep. it, it made no sense to begin with and they only went there to make it worse, to make it worse. So it is kind of like fitting that they couldn't even sustain or survive this model. Now I think uh, it was purely out of jealousy towards uh, the brand of IPL, which I think they right. should have jumped the T20 bandwagon several years earlier. And now I think they okay. don't stand a chance to catch up with the IPL. IPL has become, uh, has simply become too big. Like South African League may sustain for several years just because the IPL teams have uh, went in and bought all the teams. Yeah, and I, I expect I expect a similar thing happening in England as well. Yeah. Now coming back to top four, I think Rajasthan 
Chennai and Gujarat mm-hmm. would yep. be my like uh, one, two, three. For the fourth spot, okay, I would say between Lucknow and wait for it, Lucknow and Punjab. I feel one of the two may go through. Punjab's always the bride, though, but we'll have to see. But I kind of like I would never want to watch a Punjab game. It's, it's kind of like that. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Let's see if Ash is right. Check out mine and Jesse's predictions last week on that. Let's hope we haven't offended anyone else this week. But to find out, please go and look at our socials. That is at the Ishan Shastri podcast on both TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, and, and please do fill up the poll as well. Fill out the poll. And I'm sure we will look to try and get some more questions for next week. Let's hope Jesse recovers mentally from all this abuse he's been getting and let's hope he learns how to play some cricket all right ash great speaking to you speak to you soon au revoir lovely talking to you mate